an epic song from the dudes over at Magic Sword. Love these guys. Great band. See them live. I think they're touring again this year. Magic Sword. Definitely see them. They put on such a great show. Um, I uh, had them on the show. If you guys haven't heard that episode, go back and listen to it. You can find it in the uh, musician section of inlovewiththeprocess.com. Uh, there I have curated all the episodes based upon subject material. Hey, hi, how are you? Uh, you were listening to the brand new episode or not even it's the Thursday catch up episode. Yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. I'm doing a Thursday episode. I'm in love with the process. I'm your host, Mike Petchy. What's up? How are you? Come on in, grab a seat, hang out. I am, uh, here today to catch you guys up on a bunch of different things. Uh, one, I want to talk about some of the new books that I'm reading from image comics. So we're going to get into some more comic stuff. This week has been Comic Book Central, um, and I'm excited about it, of course, being a comic book fan and a nerd. I'm very fortunate to be, uh, uh, I guess, uh, you're calling me an influencer these days for Image Comics. i got to do some posts today. Let me make a note of that. Um, hold on, post images. Uh, so yeah, they sent me a bunch of books to read, and uh, I've got stacks of comic books over the past month. And there have been a handful of them that I fucking really love, man. And what's great about Image, the thing I've always liked about them as a company, and this isn't me reading copy, this is just me being a comic book nerd, um, is that they are a place for creators to, to, to write and put together books that are owned by them. So Image doesn't own these books. They're just still creator-owned. They publish these things, and uh, a lot of these properties are gobbled up pretty quickly to be made into a series into movies and that whole thing. So it's a, a great format for many young writers, uh, to get their work seen and picked up and go further with it. So, um, one of the books in particular that I read this week, uh, and I, I randomly got an issue number five. So I'm just sort of jumping in the middle of it, but it's a uh, 20th century men. It's a super cool book. I want to make sure I get everybody's names right. It's uh, the writer is uh, Denise. I think it's Denise. So it's D E N I Z. So Denise Camp and the artist uh, Stepan Morion. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. I love the artwork in this book. Uh, it reminds me. It harkens back to like the old prophet books. For those of you who who read comics in the 90s, uh, Stephen Platt drew these really great issues of profit. And what I liked about them uh, were the sort of insane little details and every little scratch, every little dent, every little crack on a shield, you know, every fold on a useless pocket <laughs> or pouch. Uh, but uh, this book does such a cool job uh, doing those details and drawing these characters. And it sort of takes place in this post-apocalyptic world i think because i'm just sort of jumping in um and it's in russia which is super cool of course i've got a thing for russia um and the book is violent it is uh 
setting up like a larger universe with heroes that exist in this world. It, it harkens to a lot of old Frank Miller stuff. So it starts to feel like the dark Knight to a certain extent, which I really love. Um, and like I said, any book that's got a solid story, but more importantly for me, it's about the artwork. Uh, I, I highly suggest you pick up this issue. Uh, images doing sort of this promotion or has been doing this promotion for at least the past month where uh, they're putting spawn on the cover of all these indie books. And I think ultimately is to pull attention to people. It's, it's fascinating to see how these publishers uh, get books off the shelf, right? You're going to take a main character that everybody knows and loves and puts it on all these new books just to get people to pick them up. But once you do pick them up, uh, the stories are really great. And for those of you who are comic book fans and you're just sort of tired of the uh, retelling of Spider-Man over and over again, um, it's a great place to go to read some really cool stuff. It's also the home of The Walking Dead. Um, and those of you who were fans of the show, you know that the main show has finished this year. Um, and so many people were in love with that show. I started reading that as a comic first. Um, and what's crazy about it is that Hickman or Kirkman rather. So Kirkman, uh, not only was a writer on the show, but he also wrote the books. And what they did is they went off on two different directions, right? So the comic books have a whole other story arc than the television show does, which is fascinating. It's been a weird mindset to be in. It would be great to get him on the show and talk about that. Um, but, um, so if you loved the television show and you haven't read the comics go pick up trades the trades are out there so you can pick up like uh collected trades of all this stuff from image but they're still running a series and and what i'm reading now are the walking dead deluxe books so i've got uh issue 53 which i think is pretty cool i have another issue here kicking around i think it was 52 and 53 um and What's crazy about it is that there's a lot of characters that I know from the TV show that have long since dead um, that are still alive in the comic books. Um, so if you were bummed out about certain characters being murdered on the show, and I won't do any spoilers, then go to the comics, man. And I've, I've just consistently loved the work in these books as far as the artwork's concerned, and I've consistently loved um, the long format that The Walking Dead allows uh, for storytelling, right? Because you're really sort of digging deep into not just a post-apocalyptic event or not just a zombie event, because most movies uh, would just stop at the hero's escape and they go off into the sunset. It's like, what happens after that? And the emotional uh, toll that's murdering every day, that trying to uh, survive every day, really takes on characters over a long period of time, years and years, how that changes people. That was what they did really well on the show. And uh, the books do even better. It's sort of like show you the progression of, of, you know, this cop and uh, how he becomes a hero. Um, and then how he's knocked off his pedestal and then how he tries to recover from that again. It's really cool stuff, man. He he loses his hand in the books. Spoiler alert. It's awesome, man. Um, great read. It's one of, obviously one of the top titles over at the, at uh, at uh, Image. 
Um, and it's definitely worth it. If you guys haven't read the Walking Dead comic books, definitely go check those out. Um, let's see, what else am I reading that I'm excited about? Oh, they just sent me yesterday. It looks like they're retackling the Nemesis series. So Nemesis, I think that, have they done this yet? I know that Mark Millar's stuff, almost all his titles have been picked up by Netflix. And I don't know if they've made the Nemesis show or movie yet, but they're going to. I just got this book in the mail yesterday. Jorge Romero, or how do you pronounce his last name? Jimenez? He's drawing this. Oh, pretty red. What's the art look like? Oh, the art is fucking cool in this book, man. Hell yes. Okay, I'm excited. This is how I do it, right? I just get, I literally just open this book up and I'm flipping through it. So Nemesis, let me read the, uh, the forward here from Mark Millar. It feels weird to reboot one of your own projects, but kind of nice too. Historically, pop culture icons get a facelift every 15 years or so as the Tim Burton of Batman gets replaced by the Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight or Daniel Craig makes way for Henry Cavell or the mighty uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Uh, politics tends to move. Uh, hold on a second. Politics tends to move in these big tent to 15 year swings as well. 10 to 15 year swings as well. Jesus, I can't read today. As the White House turns red or blue for half a generation and comics likewise ebb and flow with new takes on old ideas. Nemesis. So this is him revisiting uh, his old comics, which I loved the Nemesis series. Nemesis was a book I created with a brilliant Canadian artist, Steve Mc McNiven. All of my favorite Americans turn out to be Canadian and Steve is no exception. We brought this book out 13 years ago, right in the middle of the Kick-Ass Mania. So if you guys remember Kick-Ass series, the movies, those came from Image Comic Books as well. Uh, and it sold gangbusters. Uh, it was only four issues long. But I think I've signed as many of these as I've signed uh, many of my evergreens, such as Old Man Logan, Kick-Ass, Superman, Red Sun, and Civil War. Um, you can watch fan films online. If you do a Google and you'll see homemade toys, guys have beautifully painted and splattered with fake blood 20th century Fox bought the movie rights for the first legendary Tony Scott and then the great Joe Carnahan. Ooh, they were supposed to do Nemesis. I didn't I have to talk to Carnahan about that. One of those laps and it was snapped up by Warner Brothers and it's been written and rewritten there for years. This is the problem with a lot of uh, movies in development they just get lost can you imagine if uh, carnahan did this one or even tony scott did nemesis fuck um what is the fascination with this project it's interesting uh how did steve and i make money from this concept then we did from even civil war marvel's biggest selling graphic novel of all time it was literally just four issues uh there are also so many things i do differently now and this is the curse of being a published writer. Once your project is out there, there's nothing you can do, right? Well, that's sort of the beauty of a soft reboot. Ah, so he's retackling Nemesis. Superman was very different. Bum, 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 bum. So I'm excited. Um, so yeah, Nemesis, if you guys don't remember the book, it was really sort of a, a deep look into the anti-hero. And very bloody, very violent, very cool. I'm looking at uh, these new 
illustrations in the book right now. This is issue one of the reboot. And yeah, Tony Scott could have done this movie. Yes. I'm excited. I'm excited. I know I just sort of breezed through that and I read that kind of lame, but um, definitely check out Nemesis. Are you guys comic book readers? Are you? Do you guys want to be comic book readers? Do this. Go to a comic book store. There's one in every fucking neighborhood. Go there now. Go hang out. See what's on the shelf. And yes, there are going to be huge racks of all the superheroes that you know and love. All the big boys, the ones that are selling out big theaters right now. But dig deeper, man. Go into the image section and look through those books. And if you're looking for stories that feel epic in scope and scale and that aren't based on a property that already exists, you want to be surprised, you want to meet some new characters, you want to see some new superhero outfits, uh, Image is the place to go. I can't say enough great things about that company. I'm excited to be reading their books. Make sure you follow me, uh, Mike Petchy on Instagram. I will post a lot of these new issues up there. I'll make some notes on them. I'm very excited. I'd love to get Millar on the show. Hmm. That would be a good get, wouldn't it? Um, so let's see. What else is going on? Uh, I'm in the process of editing right now, so I'm trying to cut this new movie, which is exciting. Uh, getting through January, trying to line up our new sponsors for this season and um, trying to set up meetings and get new work. I'm in the process of cutting uh, the new B Miller content with Gina. Uh, I think the new video will be out by this point. Maybe it will be, maybe it won't be, but definitely check it out. If you haven't seen it yet, I'm excited. The work is gorgeous. It's been a while since I've just jumped on as a cinematographer on anything. And that's what I did on that stuff. Gina hired me to come in and shoot uh, she directed all her pieces, and then I'm editing those pieces. <laughs> Always gives me a chuckle, too, that they have a horror filmmaker doing pop music. <laughs> and you can tell when you watch the teasers and stuff that I, uh, you know. <laughs> and Gina's got, she's so good about it because she comes in, she goes, oh, I like it. Do it. And I'm like, are you sure this is crazy and creepy? And she's like, no, do it. And we were talking to B the other day, and she was laughing. She goes, I think it's perfect that it's scary and creepy. Cool, man. Power to her, man. I think that's great that she's making that call, and I'm having a lot of fun making it. So if you haven't seen the stuff yet, follow me or uh, Gina Gisella. I'll make sure I have all that uh, on my Instagram page. And jump over to Gina's site, man. She's doing some great work this year. Her and Ian were just sitting down and talking about their year plans, and the stuff that they have going on is really exciting. Um, and they're still shooting with the Fuji cameras and the Fuji stuff. It's really exciting shit. So definitely check it out. And for those of you who don't know, yes, Fuji Film uh, sponsors the show. And uh, we've been using their cameras now for just about a year. And I'm in love with them. I love uh, my small rig. Hold on a second. I'm just going to jump onto their website right now. Because why not? We'll just jump into an ad read. Why not just do that? Uh, let's see. So uh, Gina's using their GFX 100. I think she has the 100S, but uh, that one is a large format camera, which is very useful for doing, um, you know, billboards and uh, bus advertisements and uh, high format stuff. Um, I do not need that. I am using one of their cameras from their uh, X series, and uh, I'm using their XH2SS, which I love 
And uh, this camera not only shoots amazing stills, but it shoots really beautiful uh, 4K footage. I'm uh, recording in ProRes right in the camera itself, which, oh my God, right? And I love using their internal looks. They have the ability to do what I call internal LUTs. They call it something else. Um, but it's a great way. What is flying over our house? Ooh, that's a low helicopter. I don't know if you guys can hear that or not, but that's pretty low. Uh, these guys have these beautiful internal looks. So you can actually shoot with uh, different film grains. You can shoot with different film stock looks. I love the black and white feature inside this camera. And many of you are like, dude, you can color correct stuff to look however you want it to look in post. Why would you shoot with it that way? It's a cool restriction to play with it, right? Because oftentimes, if you're applying lots uh, on monitors and stuff, lighting, you want to see how the lighting affects that. And when you're shooting photos and stills, I think it just becomes overwhelming if you've got too much post work to do, especially if you're doing like behind the scenes stills or if you need a camera that's a, like a point and shoot camera or even if you're doing like a quick fast campaign for somebody, it's nice to shoot in the style that you're shooting the stuff with. Um, and this camera has some of the best looks, best LUTs is what I'm going to call them in it. Um, and that you can do those both on video and on still, which is really great. Uh, the camera for uh, shooting video has uh, increased recording time. Now, this is a big thing that a lot of folks don't realize when you're using DSLR cameras for uh, shooting video. Some of the older rigs uh, would have like a 15-minute recording time, which is impossible to use it for doing things like recording your podcasts, right? Doing things for recording large amounts of content without cutting. Uh, this camera will record up to 240 minutes of continuous recording without cutting, which is really cool. Um, and you can actually get, they actually have all these really good accessories. I just, I'm noticing this now on their website. They have an optional cooling fan accessory, which is really cool, um, which will help extend video recording capabilities in high temperatures. So if you're doing stuff in high temperature environments, that's fascinating. Uh, the camera has amazing enhanced autofocus for video. Some of the best autofocus I've ever seen. It's the perfect rig uh, for multiple uses, especially if you're filming yourself. If you're doing something where you're creating content for YouTube, maybe doing a YouTube channel, it's got a flip out screen that you could just flip around to see while you're in front of the camera. It's fucking great for all that stuff. If you haven't checked it out yet, go to fujifilm-x.com or check them out online at Fujifilm, and uh, look at their X-H2S. Everybody loves this camera. We gave one away for free last year. Maybe I can convince them to give me another one. It's the shit, man. Can't say enough good stuff about it. Um, so, yeah, let's see. What else is going on? Uh, so, yeah, we're trying to get through January. We'll get there. We'll make it. Um, I have still been going through and answering all of the DM requests on 12KM. So yes, if you're still trying to get in touch with me, you can try to DM me your three favorite horror movies. Um, those of you who bought t-shirts, they're going to be shipping soon if they haven't shipped already. Uh, I'm excited about them. I'm going to get my hands on a few. Uh, we did a pre-sale. If you missed the opportunity to buy a t-shirt, I'm going to try to get some extra ones. I might give some away on the show. Um, I may give you the opportunity to buy some of that stuff. 
Uh, and I'm probably going to start opening up some of the prints that I have so we can start selling some prints as well. Um, all sorts of goodies. Make sure you're following me on Instagram, by the way. At Mike Petchy, that's where I'll tell you about all the stuff, tell you about all the new work that I'm dropping. Um, lots of cool stuff on the way for this show, man. A lot of really great guests. I just spent the week booking as many people as I possibly can, uh, scheduling as many people as I can, and I'm just trying to bank up a bunch of episodes as we push into this 2023. Exciting. What are your plans for this year? What are your goals? This is something that um, Gina and I started to do years ago, and we've been very successful with it. And I've talked on, on prior episodes, but maybe you haven't gone back that far. One of my techniques at the beginning of the year is I like to sit down and put them on note cards, just write out what your goals for the year are. And it could be a variety of different things. I usually break them down into sections. What are my life goals? What are my career goals, right? There you start your tree, two different branches. Then you break off of that. Are you a photographer? Maybe you want to get some uh, pictures on a magazine cover finally. Maybe you want to get some new commercial clients, right? So write that on a card. Then underneath that card, on a separate card, write down five new magazines that you've never worked with before that you want to try to approach and put some notes on that card. How are you going to approach them? Are you going to reach out to them on Instagram? Do you have a friend that knows somebody? How are you going to do that? Who are you going to get in front of your camera this year? What people do you want to shoot? What type of people do you want to shoot? Write down five of those people. Write that down on a card. Then you continue. This is a fun exercise. It usually takes a few hours. But the next thing you know, if you're writing them all out and you're laying them on the floor in front of you, you've got a whole plan for the entire year. And the, th the trick with it is not just writing large things to try to accomplish on these cards, but breaking them down into pieces, doable, actionable pieces that you go through and you go, I want to befriend this person's manager, or I want to go to this restaurant and see if I can meet this person because I want to shoot some food there. Or, I'm going to write to this guy. You know what I mean? Make it actionable because then you feel like you're accomplishing things. And then every week, as you start your week and you're making your to-do list for that week, just refer to that tree that you built yourself. And further break it down. Be creative. How can I crack the code with this person? That's how, we, that's how we're successful. That's how we do it. I haven't done mine yet. I watched Gina and, and uh, Ian do theirs this week. I still have to sit down and do mine. Um, but uh, it's important, man. It's the only way to get through a year. And, and to feel like you have a drive and a goal that you're working towards, especially if you're running your own business and, and if you're a freelancer, it's the way to stay above water with this stuff. And then when you have slow days, you're like, what the fuck do I do? Go back to the tree. Well, I haven't done that yet. I should reach out to these people or I should, if I'm going to do a photo shoot, maybe I should do a couple of uh, self-promoted self projects or self-financed projects why don't I do some shoots that'll coalesce with the shit that I'm trying to accomplish over here? Got it. Okay, cool. It's a cool way to be hyper-focused and to feel like you're working towards a goal and watch how quickly you can get through all that stuff after you write it down. It's pretty rad, man. Uh, it's a cool little technique. I highly suggest you do it before we get to the end of January. And this is me talking to myself. Michael, you need to do it. Yes, sir. I will. So, um, 
that's it, man. I'm not going to drag this out. Hope you guys enjoyed a little catch up. Um, before I go, make sure you go check out our other sponsors, Puget Systems. If you're in the marketplace to buy a new PC, these guys are the shit. Go to PugetSystems.com and Boca Lens Rentals. So if you go to uh, BocaRentals.com, check out all of the really amazing cinema lenses and film lenses that they have in stock. If you're in California and you're looking for the rental company, these are the guys I use. All this stuff you'll be able to find on my Instagram. All this stuff you'll be able to find on loveoftheprocess.com. All right? There it is. Today's checkup episode finished. Uh, I'll leave you guys with the track on the way out. Stick around Thursday or Tuesday. Next Tuesday, we have another episode on the way. Uh, that's it, man. I'll see you guys. Mm-hmm.